I'm gonna get it right though. Nah, but you told me to do it, so I'm gonna do it. They be like, slow up, homie. You're talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's Bucky Watson, Bradley's backs. This is going down. We call it a G splash. Hey. Another episode of G Splash. I am your host, Bradley Mother Bastard. Bastard? Baxter. Well, mother Bastard. Uh, mother, motherfucking Baxter is what I was trying to say, but I chopped that up. I don't know. Uh, this is our third take on the intro because I am keep fucking it up, so we'll keep this one in here. Uh, I gotta introduce my man, Chris Bucky Watts. What up? What's up, everybody? Round of applause for your boy. Uh... This is G Splash, where we talk comics, geek stuff, movies, geek stuff, rap, more geek stuff, rap nerd stuff, things, uh, balloon animals. If Chris will ever learn how to do it, um, I'm working on it. I am working on it, and this, it is not easy. Not as easy as they say. Make me a bicycle clown. Make me a bicycle clown. Uh, this is you want to deserve bicycle. I'm gonna make you a bicycle. Uh, the only podcast on the internet that is down with the hood team. I don't know. I don't stretching that one. That was a good. That was a good. Uh, good try. Yeah, down with the hood team. Was that Coolio? A valiant effort. Was that, was that Coolio? Was that a Coolio? I line? don't know. Cause you're I gotta be guy. down with the hood team. Too much oh, television yeah, watching right. got me chasing it dreams. Yeah. Wow, you nailed it. It was in I'm there. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Yeah. Shout out to Coolio. Shout out to Coolio. Big shout out to Coolio. Yo, I, I did. I, he was on like People's Court, or one of those court shows once. Did you know that? No. I actually, I was like one of those shows where I happened to be like home from school. Or you're something. like home for the day, and you're just watching. You're like, wait a second, is that Coolio? And, was, and Coolio was being sued on fucking People's Court. And he like, showed up. Yeah, he was on there. He was like, he was being sued for like something about uh, a tour. He was on tour, and like this person was like, got hurt or. What a reason to sue, and it went there, and it was like for two grand, and he was like, he was there. I don't know. Maybe it was fake. Who knows? Fake news. Fake news. Lots to talk about. Um, I'm gonna start the show off. I didn't. We didn't talk about this, Chris, but I'm gonna throw it out there anyway. Um, because we may have some new people coming over from my other podcast. So new audience members. I like it. So maybe, maybe we will, maybe we won't. But um. My other show, Headlines and Heroes, which was a daily news show, uh, has been canceled as oh, of now. That's that's sad news. Yeah, yeah. It it was good. I was trying to hit 100 episodes. I didn't quite get there. I think I got like to 77. Uh, really thankful for... That's pretty good. Yeah. Really thankful for the opportunity. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, I'm Headlines you and Heroes, a lot. for that. Yeah, yeah. You brought a lot to, the, uh, to this show. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. Headlines and Heroes. <laughs> Um, oh, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. And <laughs> uh, other news, uh, Chris. Um, next week is our thirtieth show, which we're calling the the Triple X, and we don't mean Vin Diesel or porn, but we're calling it the Triple X. Thirty, man, we made it thirty in season two. Thirty. Thirty episodes. Can you even believe it? Nah, I think it's it's kind of weird when you do two shows. 
and one is every day and one's weekly because the number like the numbers just start throwing me off at one point but it feels like we've done more i feel like we've done i feel like we've done like a hundred but we haven't we definitely haven't done a hundred no um but next week we are talking about the current state of comic books uh you know where 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 should new readers start if you maybe you just saw infinity war and you're like man i kind of want to get into comics again you know we'll talk about our favorites uh good storylines and where to jump in and blah 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 so that'll be a good show for our 30th episode uh and then after that next week we'll talk deadpool 2 that's gonna be a good one chris are you ready for deadpool 2 i feel like oh, i'm so ready this little weekend right now is not looking i'm not happy about because there's nothing going on but after deadpool the following week after that uh we'll be talking solo a star wars story Ooh, good shows coming up. Yeah. Good shows. We got, we got the I'm heat. We're bringing the heat. Ooh, this is great. This is a good looking setup. Yeah. Uh, also, this week, we aren't doing Splash Trash Man and Buzz of the Week, mostly because it's my birthday today. Yay. <laughs> Round of applause. Woo! It's my birthday. Uh, and HBD. Yeah. Uh, we're just And there's not really anything going on this week, so fuck it. We're not going to do it. Splash to that. Spla- that's the splash for the weekend. It's my birthday. I'm gonna watch the A's play the Yankees. It's gonna be great. Look at you. Yeah, I'm fucking winning at life. Huh. There we go. I like this. This is good. <laughs> uh Chris knows so much more than I just. And that's why it's funny. I think. Uh, anyway, it's funny. It's all funny. <laughs> Chris, you ready for some news, man? NBA playoffs are still cracking. We're almost set. Uh, hopefully, I mean, there's a game on right now. I don't know what the score is. Let me look. I'm going to look, though. It won't matter because by the time you listen, this will be over. But it may be Celtics already. And Sixers are, Celtics and Sixers are going on right now. Yeah, it may already be over, Chris. I don't think so. I think it's like mid-third quarter. You, you're saying mid-third quarter, huh? Uh, two minutes left in the third quarter. <laughs> Cheating. Oh, and, and it's close. Close. Close game. Boston Looking could lock it up, but Boston could throw, lock it up. Um. So right now in the Western Conference, we've got the Warriors and the Rockets, which is, I think, the series everybody wanted to see this year. Uh, and Chris Paul lit it up the other night, racked up, I think, 41 points. Um, it, it's going to be a bang. It's going to be a battle. That's going to be a battle season or series. Uh, they they got to get exciting. Finally, though, that's something exciting that's not the Warriors-Cavs, right? But the Cavs just fucking swept the Raptors. Yeah, could you believe that? I I had I did not see that coming. I did not. I mean, I'm not a huge basketball fan. I'm someone that watches basketball basketball casually, and I listen to sports radio on the way to work or whatever. Right. So right. I know certain things that are going on, and that just seems like a sweep was a large surprise. The the Raptors just can't play the cat. Like LeBron is just like they've it's never been they've never gotten over it. Yeah, um, I believe that a uh, sweep. I thought I thought for sure they were sweep going. Jesus. Yeah, they brought the brooms to. Yeah, it was cold. They didn't. Bring your brooms. LeBron did him cold blooded. Um, <laughs> we may hit. We Chris, we may see the Cavs Warriors again. I was not. Hey, just hoping keep to it see going, that. You know why not? Why the hell not? Right. Just another. Not just another one. I guess King King James at his and finest. another one. Another one. Speaking of another one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, another one. Childish Gambino dropped a new video this week, and it is buzzing all over the internet. I was originally going to do a buzz of the week on this, but uh, it's too heavy. 
I think for our for our show. Yeah, just a little bit too intense for yeah. us. Yeah. Um we're more light whimsical things and while it does have whimsy it's also very uh very poignant. Yes. Is that the right word? We'll never know. <laughs> uh lot of lot of stuff people just dissecting this video and not well maybe the song too. Um but Chris you've seen the video. Uh you heard the song before you saw the video, right? Uh I did. So I was watching I heard it on Saturday Night Live. Uh-huh. And then the video dropped like whatever the next day or on Monday right. or whatever, and so then I was like, okay, cool, and and yeah, just a what a what a change of uh, pace from the SNL version to the uh, to the video itself. I mean, it's great. What do you think? What are your thoughts? I mean, you're you're a big music guy, you're a big video yeah. guy, you know all of it. You know, I love the video, and um, you know, everyone's kind of got their own dissection of like what this means and what's that mean, and like ooh, look, like he's a great great fucking writer, and like he knows. Mm-hmm. Everything is, it feels like everything that he does is very strategically thought out, which is phenomenal. Like, not too many people do that. Like, how many, right. I mean, how many videos, have you, how easy is it to just do a video where it's just you and the homies, like, in some fucking Lambos and... Yeah, Lambo. Right. And I, so, <laughs> I've always said this about Childish Gambino. All of his punchlines have always been great, and... All of his creations always been great because he's a great writer and he it, it clearly shows. So right. I gotta give a round of applause to, to Childish Gambino. I actually really like the song, but again, like we were talking before, Chris, um give the song a splash. Uh we talked a little bit before the podcast, and uh I think hearing the song before seeing the video can be kind of weird. Yeah. And, and it, because the song's it's just a weird sounding song. The, the composition, I would say, of, of the song. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Yeah. Because I mean, it's, it's so it's, like it's yeah. so light-hearted feeling, and then it gets like into this heavy, dark sound quick. Yeah. So well, I the dark be... sound comes in there and overdoes it. But I mean, I, I, I totally know what you're saying. And when we talked about it earlier, I was kind of like, oh, really? And then just watching the rewatching the video right before we went on, like. It's just a totally, it, it, it almost is like context, like seeing something in context for what the artist is trying to convey, opposed to what they're doing on a stage, no matter how good the set is or whatever. Like he could have done some of the things he did in the video on stage and we've all been like, whoa. But seeing them differently, hearing it the first time, I was kind of like, okay. And then watching the video and seeing it all come together, I'm like, all right, nice. Does that mean it's a good song for radio? I don't know. Does that yeah. mean it's a good song to watch the video and understand and then enjoy more? Maybe. I like, I like to think that that's what's up. Right, uh, I think, and that that goes to play into the whole thing too. Where it's like the video dropped and then the song came out. Right, so, so like, oh, okay, another cool. strategic play and str- another one, another one, strategic, marketing. another strategery. Uh, speaking of strategic marketing, Chris, uh, mm-hmm. Thanos hit Fortnite. I know, I love it. I do. I downloaded Fortnite a little bit ago, and I just never opened it up. I've been stuck on the uh, Marvel Champions. Yeah. I, I'm terrible at Fortnite, but everyone's having, terrible in the beginning. Having Thanos in the game, I was like, "Oh, I gotta get, I gotta go on it." Oh my god, I, I gotta got try this one. Yeah. So, Chris, you you've seen actually seen Thanos in the game? I've seen a video. Uh, I've seen somebody win as Thanos and some of the yeah, stuff that he can actually, do. Actually, right before we went on, I played a match and. I was freaking just going around cruising. I, I actually killed two other people. And then I was like, huh, okay, I'm going to go this way. I'm over here. And then all of a sudden I could see his little head. Because when he when somebody comes down, you can see them He's on the, the map yeah, like you, moving around. You can and see all of a sudden he just top, like yeah. freaking zoomed and was all the way to me. And I was like, oh, no. But uh, so I went toe to toe. And it was actually turned out pretty good. He had full health and full shield. I got him down to like, I don't know, half his health and no shield because I had a rocket launcher. And then 
I was firing on, but then he just turned on the power blaster and just wrecked me. Just destroyed you. You could tell it was somebody playing that wasn't like wasn't like an expert with it because they did like the dash. He does. He has like a bunch of the, basically you go. How it works is for those of you that don't know, you're playing Fortnite on the map. A comet thing will fall and the infinity gauntlets inside of it. And then players, because there's a hundred of you on the island, like finding weapons and trying to battle each other, you can go and grab it. And if you equip it, you immediately you turn into Thanos. And then your all of your commands change. Like instead of being, having guns or being able to build walls like you do in Fortnite, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you you also have the ability to like shoot this power purple power beam for the power stone, and you can do these like super jumps where you come down and crush the ground, or you can like charge up with all this yellow energy and then like the flash like shoot forward for, uh, forever. Uh, so it, and basically the idea is like everybody gangs up and tries to kill uh, Thanos or or however to get because if he dies somebody else can get the gauntlet. It's an amazing thing. It's really fun to see Marvel integrating something like that into a game that's so hot right now and its own solo mode. It's it's cool. I mean, if you just want like Brad, he's not super into Fortnite, but he hopped in because Thanos was in there. That's exactly what it's doing. It's getting those people on the bubble in the bubble. Chris, right now I literally have the Infinity Gauntlet on right now. So God, that's that sound I'm hearing as I'm like, God, there's this really crazy noise in the back. <laughs> it's the sound that the fucking thing makes. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So that's dope. And then, like you said, I, I was like, oh, here I got now. I really got to play. Um, Drake, yeah, I got to give it a try. Drake wasn't enough for me. I had to. Uh, it was Thanos that put me over the Thanos edge. Thanos was what, what put you over. Yeah. Uh, a question for you, though, while we're talking about it. Do you, Chris, do you play on multiple different platforms? Or do you, uh, you no, I just play on my PS4. Is the people that are playing on all like all the different platforms? Are they playing people that are on those platforms, or is it everybody on this? Like, if I have a phone, I can play somebody on a PS4 who has, and then somebody else is on an Xbox. I think the iOS is separate. I'm not sure if you can do it on a phone, but I know that like PC, Xbox, and uh, PC players all play together on the same platform. So they're kind of separate, but uh, computers. So you're and on Xbox. your thing, but your your character is just in the world. It's just you're basically all on a server, even though you're even though you're different consoles. That's what I that's what I my understanding of it, um, because I've like talked to people and stuff on in squads that are on different systems and things. But right. maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, I, I maybe I don't know enough to say that, like, but it feels like that's what the case is. Yeah, I was thinking you might have known that, but that's a weird. Yeah, it's a good question. When a game comes out and it's across multiple platforms, are they all different servers? Fortnite's fun. It's good. That's just another reason to play. Yeah. Dig it. Speaking speaking of news that was hot a while ago, Bill and Ted three is a go. Everyone, uh, they're trying to get a studio, I think, to to do it. But the original cast. Uh, Keanu Reeves and the other dude, I forget his name. I should have wrote it down, but I didn't. Uh, I I just I just literally have thirty seconds ago had it up on here, and because I was like, "There's no way this is a real story," and it is. His name is Alex Winter. Alex Winter. And they confirmed th- the threequel. Bill and Ted face the music. Face the music. Twenty seven years later. Do you think this is? A- Can you believe that? You think this is a movie that we really want to see? That's funny you say that because honestly, it was a surprise. It's happening. Uh, to me when I heard and they're obviously I mean they confirmed it but it, I'm I'm very surprised that we did this although I will say that while Bill and Ted's bogus adventure the sequel uh, is not a good movie no. if you go back and watch no. it it's actually pretty funny like it's got some good stuff to it I mean the first one's not a good movie either by any stretch but it's that's like a classic for, you know what it was that's what I'm saying it was it's a funny stoner it's a stoner comedy but, yeah, but it's also a stoner comedy from 27 years ago is this going to be like yeah. Dumb and Dumber 2? 
Ah, God, I that's exactly what popped in my head, and I hope not. I hope it's not like Dumb and Dumber 2, they're back, and over the top. Maybe they'll still be over the top, but maybe, I don't know, maybe they'll do a twist on it too. You never know. Right. People get clever with shit like this. Uh, Keanu Reeves doesn't seem to take projects he doesn't want to do anymore. Like, he doesn't have to, so he only does the shit he wants to. Well, hasn't this been brought up before, though? I don't know, has it? I don't know. I'd have to do my research. <laughs> I don't know. I don't what know. You call, Chris, this is what you call great journalism. When you don't look up this shit and I'll, you just kind of like, hey, what do you think, Chris? Chris no. Do you know? No, 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 you don't know. <laughs> real people don't know what's going on. They're just like, okay, cool. Like, I'll just go along I with mean, it. I mean, the main... Like, hey, we're real yeah, people, too. The main story is Keanu Reeves. The original cast has come together. They want to do Bill and Ted face the music. Keanu Reeves, back in action. Do you, I wonder if Ready Player One had anything to do with it. Because of the reference. Maybe, just playing off, playing the off reference. this stuff. I don't know, that's that's interesting. Anyway. I mean, the people, the original creators are the ones that have written the script, and the guy that's going to direct it is the guy that directed, directed Galaxy Quest, so he has an eye for, like, you know, put, taking, like, that satirical look at something. Galaxy Quest is, like, an amazing movie. That is, with Tim Allen? So, Tim Allen, right? Heck yeah, it's so good. I don't know why, but I have a strange attraction to Sigourney Weaver in that movie. <laughs> there you go. Who doesn't? Yeah. Tough not to. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of strange, strange, strange attractions, Arrested Development season five trailer dropped. Wow! Uh, I just after the uh, four Rika remake, yeah, they came out on Netflix. Remix. I didn't really like the season four. I was like kind of disappointed. But did you watch the new cut? Maybe it's maybe it's better because it's like more the old stuff. My roommate does love that show. I should probably he's I should probably just ask him uh, if he's excited for season five. He'll probably be like, "Yeah, man, splash!" All the characters are coming back, so maybe Infinity War had something to do with it. Ew! Just kidding. I didn't realize that that was the Easter egg from in Civil War. Did you catch that right away when that came out? No, I didn't either. Until like Infinity War came out, I was like, "Oh, oh, the blue." Th- wait, wait, which which Easter egg? The blue man? No, not the blue. And uh, I'm talking about Civil War with the truck. The truck was in New York, the stairs, the truck with the stairs, the airplane. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. Yes, 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 yes. The Bluth truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you saw When you saw Civil War, you were like, oh, that's fucking, uh, oh, my God, Arrested like, Development. There's that. Did, you, you did see Look that? Look at that. You saw that? I did. I remember it being like a big Easter egg in that movie. Oh, gotcha. I didn't. Um, the luggage loader or whatever it's called. The stairs, the stairs. Uh, mobile yeah, stairs. Yeah. Um, that was actually in New York, parked, and it had a big thing about season five. Speaking of nothing else, uh, but Simon Pegg. Speaking of Marvel, there we go. There's a segue. There's there a segue, huh? You like that? I like that. Um, I'm armed and ready, baby. Uh, speaking of Marvel, uh, Simon Pegg wants to be in the, the MCU as Captain Britain. Chris, really? Yeah, and uh, I have the quote in here, Chris, but I want you to read it in your best Simon Pegg voice because I'm gonna laugh. He has a real easy voice. Not easy to do, but like he's not like super. I love Simon Pegg. He's one of my favorite actors, and so I would love to. I don't. Although I don't like Captain Britain all that much. He's like a whatever character. Whatever. It's Captain America of Britain. I I would rather him play. uh, Can't think of the character's name. I see him playing. But anyway, read the quote that he said about playing. I'm in. Let's try it. it. Let's give it a go. Here we go. He said. uh, He said this. He said, "I mean, Captain Britain was the Marvel superhero that I loved growing up because he was the British member of the community." I even have the, a Captain Britain mask when I was a kid, but I fear I would probably be slightly too old now. But if they do have, you know, if a Captain Britain movie comes out, they're going to need a British cast, so I'll be waiting. Hey! All over hey. the board, but nailed it. Oh, Simon Pegg, you yeah. here? No, it's just me doing a bad accent. Oh, cool. I thought, 
you kind of had a Tom Holland thing at the beginning, but it's I, I like to throw yeah, them around. Yeah. I like to mix and mash. <laughs> it's kind of my deal. We're, we'll talk more of Phase Four and, and things to come for Marvel, but yeah, right. What's up? What are your thoughts on Captain Britain? Do you think you, no, it's not going to happen? Think, I yeah, just don't I, think there's a market for I it. I don't. I don't see it either. But I would. I would for, still love. Obscure. That doesn't mean I wouldn't like to see Simon Pegg play somebody else. Yeah, go for it. I'm. I'm 100 in, but I just. I don't know. I don't see it. All right, Chris, let's get into what we're talking about today. The main event. Three, two, one. <laughs> you like that? You were on it. I did. I really liked it. Ugh. I have not been able to surf the internet without seeing 900 new posts about Marvel and Infinity War, which I'm totally cool with because I'm a nerd. We love it. And everyone's got their own take on it, which is great, but... On this episode, we're talking about the aftermath of Infinity War. What's the come? Oh, that's how big it is. There's an episode about it, and then the next episode, the next week, we do an aftermath episode. An aftermath episode. Yes. The kids will love it. Everybody's in. Uh, plus, a little Easter egg here. There's a comic book called Infinity War Aftermath. Whoa. It's like we knew, man. Yeah, that's because I read it. I guess we'll talk. We'll talk broken records. I, this, I'm not surprised by any of this. Are you? Uh, the, as far as the records being broken? Absolutely not. There's. I mean, this is not shocking. After that first 11 days thing, I was blown away. Um, but I mean, it's just it doesn't surprise me with, with all the hype, all the years behind it, all the good movies, even the bad ones aren't that bad. Like this was. This is not shocking. Are you shocked? No, not at all. Uh, I think watching the success of Black Panther. And how amazing that did, which nobody, which was surprising, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, for this to fall yeah, I think off, this hel- I think that helped definitely. Oh yeah, the, uh, you couldn't have planned that better, which is crazy. So now Avengers is basically competing with Black Panther. I still think Black Panther holds a few more records, but um, really, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I didn't know that. Well, it, it's still, it's only been like two weeks, so. Oh, that's true. I think I guess that thing like a, a billion dollars in two weeks or whatever was like, whoa. But it, it, so Infinity War. Black Panther held out for a long time. Oh, for sure. I mean, it was sold out for like six weeks. Infinity War broke the pre-sell record, which Black Panther held. Uh, It broke the MCU Thursday record, single Saturday gross record. Sunday, uh, it also set the Sunday gross record, domestic opening weekend, worldwide opening weekend, and it didn't even open in China. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, has it opened yet? When, when is the release date for I China? Think it, I think it's uh, the 11th. Uh, single Monday record for April. Apparently went up against Fast and Furious. Uh, wow. Wow. Mostly the day, so it's basically got every day it came out, the first like seven days. The fastest to 300 million, it tied. Jeez domestically look at all this money they're making i mean we knew it was it's gonna be successful gonna, I mean, but this is a lot of money yeah it'll hit infinity war crosses a billion dollars in record time 11 days it took 11 days to make a billion dollars that's just yo bananas. could you imagine that can you imagine that as a person who's been like yeah no, i just spent well what have you been doing the last 10 days oh you know just making 11 billion dollars oh i like that somebody Nothing. asked that question too what are you doing what have you been up to the last 11 days uh Chilling. Wildly specific. Uh, but I have made $1 billion. Yeah. Highest grossing second weekend, which beat Black Panther again. Jeez. Shatters China pre-sale records. 
Ooh, see, that's a good 47.5 million in pre-sales. Not surprised, though. It's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Go see it if you haven't seen it. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah. Give them some more money. Spoiler alert. Thanos is in it. Uh, he makes a small cameo. That's lightly. Yeah. It's not about him. Yes, it is. Uh, apparently, the Russo brothers answered some... The fans. Yeah, this is the main thing. Aftermath wise, I want to go over this because a lot of these questions are questions I have, and I feel like the questions people listening might have. So I think if we just roll through some of these. We'll be Wicked. in a good place. Yeah, man, I'm down for it. Uh, so the Russo brothers answered answered the fans with 18 of the biggest questions, which are, bum, why were the trailers so different from the final film? That's we talked about that in our last we episode. Did. How we like did. How, that's the thing that's come up. Like there's that shot looking at right now actually where. They're all running in Wakanda through the forest. It's like everybody's there and Hulk's in the background. And it's like, well, Hulk wasn't even Hulk in this movie. So how could Hulk be running with them? Like, why is is that just to get people excited? Yeah, I think. And they kind of answer. I'm not gonna read this whole paragraph, two paragraphs. But basically, it's to protect the whole storyline. We knew that. I think we all knew that. Although we were kind of bummed because I think this we were looking forward to this scene. But at, at the same time, like this is a new thing for this entity and like in filmmaking in general is like, right. It's like watching a funny movie. People get mad when you see all the jokes in the trailer. You're like, no well, fuck this movie sucked. But cause I already knew right. all the jokes. Right. So now, now they're it's being taken with a different approach and the approach is 100%. Uh, the, the trailers are starting to be different than what's being seen in the actual movie. Right. Fair Which, enough. Totally. I mean, I, I understand kind of like it's one of the things where we talked about like, is that are they t- fooling us or messing with us or whatever? But that line just basically saying, you know, audiences are smart and they can watch a trailer and kind of figure out what's going on in the movie. So it's basically like trailers now become a red herring. Like they're giving us enough of the stuff we need to know, but they're also throwing some stuff at us to keep us on our toes so that we do watch the movie and that scene doesn't happen or Hulk doesn't become Hulk. We're like, oh shit, like he didn't become Hulk. It's, and we talked about it last week, but same thing with Thor Ragnarok. Like, I love that reveal uh, yep, that he, yep. he lands in the trailer. Like, he's got both eyes. In the movie, he lost his fucking eye, which is awesome. Like, trick me in that way. Don't, like, make it a plot thing that's different. Like, you know, Tony Stark gets his head blown off, and then he doesn't die in the movie. You're going to be like, well, what the fuck? But, like, little stuff like that to keep you kind of on the edge of your seat, I dig. Yeah, no, 100%. I'm, it's to the point where we almost don't want to watch a trailer. I don't even want to mm-hmm. watch because we want to be surprised in the movie and just soak it in as it happens. Um, right. Another question, question number two. We probably won't even run through 18 because I think... Yeah, we'll just pick the best ones. Ones Um, that really intrigue us. Why do we see so little of the Black Order? Interesting. I was okay with... I was okay with that. Did you feel like you want... I thought uh, Ebony Ma got X'd pretty quick. But he got a lot of setup. Like, you could tell he was the guy for Thanos. Like, he got a lot of lines. We knew his powers, what he could do. I was okay with that one. There's also the big dumb idiot one that can't talk or whatever like you're not going to get a lot of like character plot stuff with him although it, apparently in his comic or comics and whatever like he has unbreakable skin but we never knew about that but that also doesn't make sense because he got his fucking arm cut off but um you know the other two i feel like we didn't in a sense get so much of glaive and uh the the girl one i can't remember her name uh the, Mid- I, I, I don't know i don't know yeah midnight proxima i feel like we got i don't know i, I guess i'm okay i mean i understand there's so many heroes you have to fit in and, you, and it's a thanos movie they're there to kind of lead the army or do other tasks for him to kind of keep inciting incidents happening and keeping the story going i don't know if i needed much more of them they don't seem like they're really like 
deep characters, which that can obviously be a flaw in a movie not having deep villain. But I think the deepness of Thanos kind of made up for that. Yeah, I, again, I was OK with that. I I didn't see that as a downfall. And Joe Russo basically just says, you know, Thanos is the true bad guy of the movie. And you don't want the subvillains overshadowing the supervillain. I 100% agree with that. I, like I said before, it was, you know, Ma, Emity Ma kind of got murked early. How does Infinity War fit with the Avengers Age of Ultron? Ooh, interesting. Since, well, what? Well, now no, I need to know because that's not something I even thought about. Maybe that's just me being so far removed from it as far as like, you know, that movie came out forever ago. But what part are we not connecting? Here's what Joe Russo said. He said, I think that clearly he is one of the one. He is the one forged the, who forged the gauntlet. Basically that the dwarf is the one that forged the gauntlet for Thanos. So why once he had the gauntlet, didn't he just go off and start collecting stones? Why did he wait until Age of Ultron to have it in his vault and be like, I'll do it myself? There you go. Yeah. Uh, I think that, and that's another one. Actually, I've seen that before. That was one of the five, like I read this thing, it was like issues or whatever. Um, that was one of the plot holes was the fact that if the forge had been attacked and all the dwarves had been killed, and that was supposed to be before Age of Ultron. And in Thor Dark World, right. Thor took a, or Loki took over. Even though Loki was in charge of Asgard, like why wouldn't Asgard get a distress beacon from uh the from the people around whatever the hell, Neta Villier, the the forge. Um and the only explanation, I don't know if it's in here though, but I, I don't think they say anything about it. But apparently like time moves slower around a neutron star. But then the neutron star got shut down when he left, but in that time apparently it moves like a tenth, right? Like a tenth of the speed, so time would be moving slower, um, than than it would. So even if they got the distress signal, or else they didn't let a distress signal get out, and they left, and then time resumed. By by that time, they were already ahead. So you get that thing with space where time is funny, and they never really address the physics or anything like that. Right. But they at the same time are like, hey, just so you know, like time is fucking funny. Like Interstellar, where one minute is an hour on somewhere else. Yeah, they get stuck on the planet closer to the black hole, and that's twenty seven years because around a neutron star since it's collapsing you're it's eating time and, and so it just you would near it, you would notice but outside of it things went slower so in that you know however long he was there alone the dwarf he could have been you know 30 minutes or or one year in our time was nine years for him or whatever right right um so this is a i would 100 percent agree with what you're saying chris um it's one of those things where you can nitpick if you really want to but uh for the most part my thing, I guess, I, to add to what you're saying is, I mean, he, I, you could also say that, you know, Thanos killed everyone but one, but he was like, yet he was tall the whole time of the movie. He's been talking about killing half. So why did mm -hmm. he leave one person? Right, exactly. So, um, but also Tony Stark says in the movie, and this is a, we'll get into this, this is another plot hole, you know, he came six years ago with the Shatari uh, attack. So... Right, right. Why didn't the Hulk turn up in the Battle of Wakanda? We have our own Dead theories. On kind of what we talked about last week. Right. I mean, we have he, the Rooster Brothers came out and said, I don't think he was scared. And that was kind of, we had the hybrid idea of like, I think he's a little bit afraid because he got beat up, you know, because it says he's got beaten up before. But I, when, when does last time he got beat up by, by the Hulkbuster when he was all messed up? Not the right, point. Right. But then he says, he says, you know, it, he doesn't want to because of what we talked about, which is the progression of the character being like, I left earth because they don't like me here. And I got to a place. They celebrated me. That's where Hulk. Want, I don't want to be here and be Hulk. I want to, if you want to be banner, you can be banner here and I'll be Hulk when we're somewhere. They like me. But then also they went on to say in this quote, uh, the Russo Russo brothers, 
uh yeah. that basically also there's an idea of like you think i don't know but i don't know this i i think this answer is from the hips because he said and i think that if the hulk were to say why it'd be that banner only wants hulk for fighting i think he's had enough of saving banner's ass and i don't i don't like hulk knows that's what he's good at is is or not good at but like that's what his thing is he's an anger monster and maybe they're digging deeper into the character to be like he doesn't want to be a fighter but at the same time in the first Avengers banner says he put a gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger and the Hulk spit it out. So I know that's like a survival thing, but obviously Hulk at the same time is like, he's, he's down to ride and he's down to freaking be who he is. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, everyone's kind of just said the same thing. Like it, we got the vibe that he was scared. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna go with that theory as far as him being stubborn and like, I'm always saving your ass. I don't, no, if I like that answer. Because if basically, so you're saying that if one of the guys, let's say Glaive, had put that spear right through Banner's chest and killed him, that Hulk wins that way because he didn't have to save Banner's ass. He let him die. Right. Like, if it is possible to kill Banner before Hulk can come out, like, that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. It's basically like, I don't want to come out and fight. Good luck on your own, buddy. Oh, you died? Well, fuck, I just died too. No, at some point it'd be like, okay, I, I need we need to survive. Right. Why didn't Thor kill Thanos? I mean, why didn't the freaking Stormbreaker kill him? Well, that's just the main question. But, uh, yeah, because he got the Stormbreaker, which he literally went out to go get and was like, hey, this I need to go make a weapon that's going to kill Thanos. Flat out. Yeah. This is what they said. They said Thor wanted to tell Thanos that he got his revenge. These are choices that the characters who are feeling immense pain make, and hopefully the audience can learn to empathize empathize with those characters because they can grow through stories through grief basically i don't know this that seems that seems to me like honestly it this is a weird one where it all it all comes like chicken before the egg or whatever if thanos doesn't whisper should have gone for the head i don't think this is even a question because we would all assume that an entire axe plunging into someone's heart area even though we don't know the anatomy of Thanos uh, is going to that is a kill blow. So I know that this in, in as they're going back and talking about it is that, you know, in some ways, Thor's pride, not pride, but this idea that he wanted to tell him I got revenge on you. It, it is the why he didn't go for the head. I, I don't think that in any case he would have gone like that should be it. He just threw an axe from like a mile away. Like even if he could hit him in the head, maybe he just said, no, oh, the chest is big. The chest kills people. Now an axe is buried in your chest. I mean, most people that kills him. I, I think this is going backwards because they said, oh, remember how Thanos had that last laugh of should have gone for the head? Well, that means that Thor, you know what I mean? It just, it seems too convenient. Right. And plus, it, yeah. I mean, if he would have just chopped his head off. It's like, and it says Thor is one of the, you know, it's basically they were saying that Thor is a character that made a wrong choice at the wrong time, which is just like Star-Lord's terrible choice to, you know, wake up Thanos. But who knows? Why did the Russo bros bring back the Red Skull? It's an interesting thing. I know it's something that a lot of people have, like a lot of people, I know me for sure, has always been very interested. I've had my theory. I knew he wasn't dead, but I don't know why. I, I'm curious about the answer on this one because I I, I was like, that's really neat. Why? <laughs> the answer is very, which we already know. Their answer was somebody had to be the gatekeeper to the soul yeah. stone, which makes sense. Um, You know what's really weird about Red Skull being in the, in the film? And we probably should have said spoilers before we gotten to this but. oh people who if you are this far in then fuck you you should you shouldn't be listening to this i love that chris just doesn't give a fuck and like me i'm like oh, by no, 30 seconds in it. it was talking about avengers yeah. you were like oh jeez, this is full of spoiler you're on the wrong place like 
What are you doing? Yeah, you're you're a week too late, brother. That was my macho man. Uh, this was like rumored so f- long ago, but like why people felt like it was gonna he was gonna show up in this movie is I think funny. Like for me, m- my biggest thing is I, I I agree with what you're saying. Like this little quote here, they basically said, you know, we were we toyed around with a random character. But we it didn't have enough emotional weight to it. Like we needed somebody that had been touched by the stones. My thing is, like these stones don't really seem to like they aren't like the one ring. Like they don't seem to want to come together. Like they ever since they were split up, they've always been with different people and like different places. Like the fact that he would grab the time stone or not time. Excuse me. The the what's the blue one? Space the space stone. Yeah, and that would teleport him. And make punish him to be the soul stone keeper doesn't make sense because then even it eats its own lore in the sense that he says, yeah, to, you know, if I it, it, to be there, or how, how'd you get to be this? Well, I wanted something or whatever, and you have to give something and then that can trade you for the soul stone. So basically he's being punished by these stones that don't seem to be able to think or control. They're just power things, but it sent him to a special world and made him the gatekeeper over a different stone. It's a little confusing. Yeah, it's it's not really concrete and clear. Uh, it's like the other thing to that is like, why this? Why does the soul stone get a keeper? Why doesn't the rest of them? I mean, I guess you could say Vision's the keeper of that stone, but like he it wasn't like the stones picked him to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, what, it wasn't. He's like, oh, I, I even I touched one one time, and now I'm cursed to do this. And it's like, well, right. that like we just some things in the movie we seem to just accept. And that's one of the things it's like, okay, Red Skull's here. Cool. He made his comeback uh, and he's this, but now the Soul Stone's gone. So is he free? Is this like a genie scenario? Well, we'll get into that in this next question uh, to answer that, your question. But before we do that, I want to say uh, they had to have something in mind, right? I mean, to have to have he's him not gotta, die. He's got to like come this- back in some way, right? Why give us that? Te- if you If you give us that morsel and in four, he's not like in some way a part of it or there's something like how I, I thought the movie was going to be called it was all going to be about red school obviously it's not but if you don't do anything then you just put a character in there just to put him in there and and maybe that's taken from the comics i know there's a lot of comic arcs where they'll just bump into a character and that character just happens to be there for a few panels and then that character's gone um and they don't really have much more to do but this just seems too deliberate and like too much work to just be like, yep, that was him. Bye. Yeah, I mean, we really don't know what the future holds for Red Skull. But you have to consider, though, Captain America was what? The fourth or fifth movie? Third, right? I think, th- wasn't Thor? Thor was first. What was second? No, Incredible Hulk was second. Oh, if you count Incredible Hulk. Yeah, 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 yeah. There had to be a reason why they didn't kill him off and like he did this weird disappearing. Yeah disappearance yeah it's it's so it's it's too much it's too weird there's still a lot of opportunity with red school which i i love because he's obviously one of the best villains and and some other things but the question here the next question i have or that is here is answered rather is was that the soul world so if you remember back in the movie once he pushes gamora off the cliff or throws her off the cliff he's like he wakes up and yeah he's got the thing and then he he like wakes wakes up up in in a different in the water. And he's got the soul stone in his hand. 
And it, uh, yeah, here's what they said. The Re- Russo brothers have confirmed an out-of-body experience is what they said. Yeah, and they're talking about after he actually snapped his fingers because after he does that, then he has that whole thing where he's in the water. Right. And the kid Gamora is there and he's talking to her and she's asking him, like, was it worth it? Like, was the sacrifice worth it? That whole scene is supposed to take place in the what they're calling, like you just said, this out-of-body experience for him where he's in the soul world. So a theory that I've heard after he pushes Gamora off the thing and wakes up in that thing like everything after that isn't real interesting because he didn't really love her and so this is his punishment because he tried to to fool the soul stone i don't know that's a tough one i think he did i mean yeah i i'm, a, I'm more along the lines of like what we saw was really snaps fingers everyone's half dead and now I'm we more than out yeah like the, even even her yeah. the fact that he throws her and you see her body die but her soul is trapped in the soul world and all the souls are trapped in the soul world when he kills them and so that's how you can crack them or get them out in the comic book everybody that died most of the characters or a few characters end up in the soul stone after he snaps his fingers right so we know that but the biggest question chris who died man i don't know and how did they choose them out outside of the first bit man i don't think anybody's dead fully yet like outside of the the asgard watching Loki and Heim- Heimdall die, like, I don't know if anybody really is at this point. I know that there are people that got left behind are still there, and the people that got snapped, I think, are dead, but they obviously are going to come back. Yes, so the people they have killed off, and I don't, I don't remember if we talked about this on the last episode. Maybe we did. But we talked about it with Black Panther. Right. Uh, the obviously Marvel's planned out years in advance. We know that we know what's coming out. They literally killed off characters who we know are coming back because they have movies mm-hmm. coming out, which I don't like. This is my biggest. This is like the only thing I didn't like about the movie it was like they kept the original Avengers. Basically, I don't know if you noticed that. Or sure. If, yeah. Oh. Oh. Absolutely. That. Absolutely. They want to make them the, the main point. Bring them together. So that they can be the ones that solve it and then give their farewells and we can move on to the phase four characters fully. But if they would have if they would have kept the phase four's characters alive, or at least like half or a few of them. Right, then it would make you guess more. Yeah. Uh there's Cap- a, there was a thing I saw, and this is a good question for for you because I, I don't know what the answer is necessarily, but there was this thing I was reading about and it was talking about how, you know, it would have been more effective if the movie ended when he snapped his fingers. Like he snaps his fingers, it's all white and then the movie's over. And I was like, you know, I think you get a lot of powerful scenes like Spider-Man disappearing and all the people, and their friends disappearing, you get that great line from Cap being like, oh, oh my God or oh God. Like you get all that set up, you get the cool Thanos. I'm a farmer now. Uh, but I don't know. I also think that at this moment now, I think now that we're looking back and be like, well, yeah, obviously like spot, they're all going to come back. Like, yeah, I'm like, cool. That might've been a cooler one, but I don't think the punch would have been as hard. If he snapped his fingers, you would have been more like, well, what's going to happen? Like you would have been like, what happened? Like who died? Like we'd be asking those questions instead of like, Oh my God, those people died. Like in the moment, it was way more intense to see these people disappear and be like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. And then later you think about it. If you did it the other way, where he snaps his fingers in the movie ends. I think, it's like a, more of a slow burn where you're not as like hit in the moment. You're more in questioning it. And then later on, you're like, okay, well, let's guess. So I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that one. 
that's like a, it's almost like a matrix ending right like it just like to be continued you know uh just has, just ends so i think i think the descent like people disintegrating or or whatever i get what they did right they 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 kept the main characters because now the main characters have to figure it out i think i think black i think if they would have mixed it up a little bit not killed off you know black panther mm-hmm. just it, it was it's almost too it's just a little bit too obvious because we know we know contracts we know movies coming out so that was my only thing but as far as the i mean what the funny thing is I guess he's got the gauntlet. He's got the full gauntlet at the beginning of the comic book. Right. Right. Yeah. In the comic series, he's already got it. He snaps early. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, at the beginning, you just like, you see people disappearing at the beginning of the movie or, or the comic book rather. So I don't know. It'll we'll see how it plays out. But I just think it would have been a little bit more lifting or like intense if like Captain America disintegrated. Sure. Then you're like, oh man, like how are they gonna get out of this one? Because you are like you already. The theory is like he's not coming back anyway. So like, and now he's disintegrated. Like, oh fudge and majiggers. Like they just killed oh, off Cap. He's gone too. Well, what's gonna happen now? Yeah, you know, obviously the I think the most intense scene is obviously Spider Man, but I think what makes it intense too and is like, you know, he can feel it coming before it really happens that's why i think his his scene is a little bit longer than the others right because he got the he's got the spider sense yeah i'll tell you what i'm just like everybody else and just like we were last week i'm excited to see phase four see what goes on uh they just wrapped shooting because the original six got those tattoos and uh so it's gonna be uh well not the original five of the original six did because what's his name didn't want to uh you know like hulk evans Oh, fucking Banner? Yeah, what's his Mark name? Ruffalo? Mark Ruffalo. God, but then again, he wasn't in the first, he wasn't technically in original six, even though he is, but he was recast, so maybe that's why he didn't want to do it. Maybe he just doesn't like tattoos. But the other five did. That tattoo should be a punishment for him spoiling. He's like, the now you got it. Now you've gotta get it. Um I think it's a cool tat. So fan art has come out about phase four, and I want to talk to you about it, Chris, okay. because there's some interesting stuff in here. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, their logos basically of the next films right, to come out. Right, right, right. Did you see this? I did. Yeah. Infinity Crusade is what they're gonna is what one fan thinks the next film's gonna be called. What, okay. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think the I think the title's Crusade, gotta be somewhat re- boring. Vi- it's gotta it's gotta be somewhat revealing to this. Yeah, movie. there has like to be deal, something right? in it. Like, nah, I don't know why revenge always comes into things, but like it's gotta be something something like. Search uh, the for the dead, or search for the lost, or revenge, or of the event, yeah, Annihilation? the Avengers, Revengers, um, or maybe it's like Soul something. I don't know. <laughs> Avengers, Revengers, Avengers, Soul Searching, or uh, <laughs> Avengers, A Wrinkle in Time, A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> Good try, Spider Man, the <laughs> learning curve. Yeah, that's sweet. Obviously, Guardians will be called uh, Volume Three. Oh, but while we're talking Guardians, and we, you said that you thought Loki is dead, and Himdel is obviously those two characters. We can probably assume that are they're done. They're gone. What? But you think Gamora can still come back? Yeah, because those two were killed. Like killed, killed. Gamora was anybody killed at at the time of the, the Soul Stones? Getting the Soul Stone and after can basically be brought back. 
because they all had to do with the soul stone. Like if somebody had been stabbed through the heart and died like Falcon, let's say I'd be like, Falcon's definitely dead. But the fact that the snap killed everybody into dust and then he dropped her off the cliff as a sacrifice, they're tied in. In the beginning, the Heimdall and, and Tom Hiddleston are definitely both gone. Like they have a throwaway line about no resurrection and Heimdall, Idris Elba doesn't, he's like come out and said like, that was my last one. Bye. True. I, I kind of think, I, well, I, I know she's not because James Gunn has already come out and said that volume three is going to be more about Gamora. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, all right. These are actually really weak titles, but they've already, we know that there's Spider-Man one, uh, two and three coming out, but there's another Thor movie on here. Yeah. Thor, God of Thunder. But I mean, these are all, this guy's just interpretations of what these could be. Right. So, Do you think Jane Foster ooh, or some other? That. No, Natalie, Natalie Portman didn't want to do it, right? Yeah, let's bring somebody else in. They'll bring in what's-his-name to just impress, impersonate her. Yeah, why not? That's the way to do it. Are we going to get another... Are we going to get a four, fourth or a fifth Avengers movie? Yeah, I mean, they can still be the Avengers even if the originals aren't there. They're not going to get a new name. Yeah, well, yeah, that's not true, though. They can get a new name. They can be another, another group, like Champions. Well, that's true, but they won't. They'll just go with Avengers. They'll just stick with what they know. <laughs> They'll just stick with what they know. They'll just stick with it. I'm excited. Nine more years of movies. They keep them good and they keep this train rolling. I'm down. I'm down, homie. I'm down. Ba-boom. We nailed it. We knocked this one out of the park. I feel good about Avengers. You feel good about Avengers. I'm excited for episode 30. It's going to be a big one next week. Next week, we're talking the current state of comic books. If you didn't pick up any comics on free comic book day, we may be giving some away or maybe just a batch. Because I've got a lot. And just, That'd be fun. We do a giveaway on here. Yeah, we've never done that before. Thing. I don't know. Be dope. I don't know how we'll do it, but we'll do. We'll figure it out. In the meantime, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll be right back here, same G Splash time, same G Splash channel. So much stuff coming out. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of our Wicked Dope Motherfucking Podcast. <laughs> Well, yeah, and big happy birthday to you, Brad, uh, thank from you. everybody listening. I'm speak for, I think I speak for all of us when I say happy birthday. Thank you for all the birthday wishes today. It's been great. I've been getting a lot of them. I've actually gotten a lot through the show. I don't think people know that I'm recording the podcast right now. Hey, I've had to, that's a win. I've had a, lot, they don't even know they're on. I've had a couple of, had to ignore a couple of phone calls, which is fine. I'm good. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Uh, all in all, man, Chris, it's always good to talk to you. Tell your family I said hi. And uh, we'll see you next week on G-Splash.